1: Welcome to another episode of Reconciling Grace. This is a podcast panel discussion where we talk about passages and topics from the Bible or passages and topics that are maybe related to the Bible. And this is Pete Vecchi, and I'm joined today by Josh Kugel and Don McDonald. And we're all pastors. And one of the things that I thought about today is the topic of what I call virtue signaling. What is virtue signaling? Well, I would say that it is doing something in a way that kind of tends to make a person think that they are showing how good they are. That what they do is better than what another person might do. Whether it's a Christian thing or not a Christian thing. You know, you might have things in society where, hey, I'm a I'm a better person because I do X, Y, Z. You know, maybe one of them that I can think of is how about, you know, I'm out jogging every day, uh, you know, five miles or whatever. And for a person who doesn't uh, run very far, like I don't run very far anymore, uh, that could be something where... It makes me think less of myself, or maybe I need to be doing more to be a better person. Whatever it might be, virtue signaling is what I'm getting at. And I, this isn't just a topic for, you know, talking about running or whatever. But it's something that came to me from um, the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verses 1 to 12, where Jesus was talking to the uh, crowds and the pharisees and he said the teachers of the law verse 2 and the pharisees sit in moses seat he's telling his disciples so you must be careful to do everything they tell you but do not do what they do for they do not practice what they preach they tie up heavy cumbersome loads and put them on other people's shoulders but they themselves are not willing to lift a finger to move them Everything they do is done for people to see. They make their phylacteries wide and the tassels on their garments long. They love the place of honor at banquets and the most important seats in the synagogue. They love to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces and to be called rabbi by others. And it goes on from there. But the point that Jesus, I believe, was making there is that they're doing these things, the wearing of their long robes and their tassels and the phylacteries, which are actually very small boxes that were worn that would contain um, the, the Old Testament scriptures in them. And they were wearing these things and, and, and showing these things out in public as a kind of a sign of how holy they were, how important they were. And, um, you know, I don't see people wearing phylacteries around very often anymore. I mean, they used to wear them on their foreheads from what I was reading. Don, in the Reformed Church,
0: do they do that for you at all, Philacracies? no but there is that delightful white collar versus no white collar you know do you wear the white collar or not and in certain sections of the reformed church and i'm thinking that like the east coast reformed church they do do the white collars and you know really look very priestly um now i i myself tend to be the direct opposite it's very rare that you know, I, I wear the, the minister garb of the cross and things like that. Um, and, and a lot of it boils down to the phrase that's in my mind of being approachable. Mm -hmm. Some people, they see the, the whole white collar and everything. It's like, Hey, I don't want anything to do with this guy because he is a minister because he is this, you know, he is holier than thou. Um, and so I tend to be more low key about um, the the priestly garb, shall we call it? Mm-hmm. Um, and and I guess there, there's a part of me that has an evil sense of humor, because you know somebody will tell me an off-color joke, and I'll look and say, "Do you know who I am?" And then I'll explain to them, "I'm Pastor Mac," and then they turn bright red and they keep saying, "I'm sorry," for five minutes afterwards, and I mm. just love it. So. <laughs> mm,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, and, and again, I think that one of the things, too, is that this isn't just um, related only to priests or Pharisees or pastors. Uh, it can be related to anybody. I remember back when I was uh, a very young Christian, uh, I used to wear a cross around my neck. And, and by golly, that cross that I wore would keep getting bigger and bigger for a long time. Um, you know, I wanted people to see the cross because I wanted them to know I was a Christian. Um, but then another point in my in my development and my spirituality, I realized, you know, I kind of like them to know that I'm a Christian without uh, them having to see this cross. So, you know, there's there's all kinds of things that go on there, and just because a person wears a cross or wears a clerical collar or or whatever, does not mean that they are necessarily virtue signaling. But we have to understand that this is an attitude. It's it's more about the attitude behind what you're doing than um the than the actual visible signs of it um because there are things that people do that might not have anything to do as i said with with christianity you know as i said earlier i was talking about people who go out jogging or you know one of the best ones that i heard a long time ago for those of you who don't see me or haven't seen me um i probably have a couple extra pounds on me not that i like it but it's the way it is and I have tried to lose weight various different times. And it's amazing how I might try to start a certain diet and somebody else will come around and say, well, that's not the way to do it. The way to do it is, and you know, you get experts on it all the time. And these people seem to think that if you don't do it their way, then you're wrong. And because you don't do it that way and they're thin and you're not, well, they're obviously better. So I, I don't know I, I just kind of see that a lot, whether it's in society, whether it's in the church and um, do you you end up seeing it anywhere Josh? do you have anything to say about this kind of I mean, thing
2: if we talk about virtue signaling you, you I don't know you regret asking me. Um, <laughs> this is such a it's, it's such a huge problem in America right now. Virtue signaling is essentially it's signaling uh, it's showing off how virtuous I am. Um, I think of back when um, the George, George Floyd and everything like that, all these people changed their, uh, changed their profile pictures on Facebook to a black box. And, it, it, and I think the first couple were done in, in, in good and maybe there was some solidarity, but it began to be this kind of, if you're not doing this, then you're not as, as good as I am. Um, if you're not doing this, you're not as virtuous as I am, or the the reverse of that, look how virtuous I am, look how, and I think right now in the the NFL, they've started this thing, Tom Brady, number one quarterback in history, probably, incredible quarterback, um, has a short temper and everything like that. He has a little sticker on the back of his helmet that says, end racism. This is all so that some people in a corporate boardroom at the NFL can feel like Uh, that everybody will look at them and say that they care about certain issues or something like that. I I just, I don't buy it all. And the NBA is even worse because they've got all these taglines all over about how they're against racism and you should treat people with respect. And they're, uh, I think it was one tenth, one ninth of their income comes from China where they run concentration camps that they're not willing to speak up or let any of their players speak up about. I just, it's really, I think corporate America has become this, this wasteland of people who are not at all virtuous saying all the right things and doing all the right or at least doing publicly so that everyone will look at them and say oh how great we are how good we are and that kind of thing never actually solving any problems or making them worse i, I don't know um in the church i think we used to do this a lot um we used to wear crosses and all this kind of stuff and man, i mean i was ch- ch- telling you guys about this before i think I think we've weeded a lot of that behavior out of the church. I really think we have, because we've grown a lot more accustomed to, Hey, we need we have problems. We need grace, or we've become a lot more apathetic or since COVID, a lot of people aren't coming. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I just don't see. Um, I see a lot of the complaints about church people are not as current as they used to be. I think that we're becoming a lot of some people, friends of mine, um, that used to worship in England before they moved back to the UK or the U S and said in England, um, all the people that go to church are a lot more, uh, dedicated Christians than the one who go to the church in U S. And I said, really, I didn't, I didn't realize that. He said, yeah, all the ones that weren't left. (laughs) And, and I wonder if we're going through something like, or just, we're tired of being hypocrites or we're tired. I don't know what it is, but Um, there's nothing that gets me like virtue signaling. We've learned just today, just to let other people know how good we are. Um, right now people don't give money away to other people for nothing. They do it with cameras around them. Um, you know, I, there's a thousand people on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and all that all day long, they go out and do good deeds for other people so they can get likes and feel good about themselves and have other people say how good they are. Mm -hmm. And Scripture says it. I mean, look—if that's the praise you want, that's the praise you're going to get. But why on earth would you trade something eternal for something temporary? And that's all it seems to be doing. Virtue signaling—it's it's just, hey, I'm getting a boy for what I just did, and it's going to die with everything else in this world. But sorry, um,
0: what you know, <laughs> what I think you're picking up on, uh Josh, looking at the Matthew twenty-three text. At the end of it, verse 12 says, for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble yep. themselves will be exalted. That's really what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, the, the essence of, you know, there, there are times as a past, and I've been so, so blessed in my 27, 28 years here that people have <coughs> given lump sums of money to the church and a lot have said, we don't want people to know that it's us Because we don't want all that glory, we just want the kingdom of God to be furthered. Now there was one gift that it was like, yeah, we want a plaque, and the plaque one, you know, it it was like, look at us, that that virtual signaling, you know. And I, you know, I think what it comes down to, and and you were into and hitting at, it's a matter of the heart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put your heart in it, you know, and, and I, I want to preface something that I said earlier. I am not against those who believe in the clerical collars and all the above because their hearts are beautiful too. I'm just uniquely gifted in being a common person that can work with those who are spiritual searchers dealing with their sin. Mm -hmm. And it's because of how I present myself as their servant in Christ. So I I want to clarify that real quick. I I some of my best friends wear the clerical collar and are great ministers. So I want to say that from the very beginning, right? Um, in that way, and I think when we're looking at the issue of a uh,
2: Southern Baptist thinks that's a little weird, though. Yeah, but,
0: uh. <laughs> and I and I do
1: think, and I, I know Don
0: I There's, want to
2: there's a on. I know a lot of Nazarenes to do though, Pete.
1: Yeah, well there's there's more nazarenes that do now than there used to be, but I do think that a lot of it has to do with the culture of the denominations and, as well. You know, you have yeah. your Roman Catholics, you have your Episcopalians, you have your uh, your Lutherans, a lot of them will. But but Don, I didn't want to interrupt what you. you were saying. You had a thought going there after that. I just
0: wanted to Oh, clarify. no, you're fine. You're fine. I just, you know, when when I look at virtual signaling, I do sometimes, you know, if the church is getting a gift, there's always a part of me and my leadership's in the same way. Why are they giving the gift? Is it to raise a flag to recognize themselves or is it to, to further the kingdom? Yeah. and that's when, you,
2: when, you, when you walk on a college campus, Christian college or not, and you see a building named after someone, how, how much do you think the gift that was given, do you ever think about this? How much is it about remembering me? As opposed to going to the thing that the money actually went to.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean.
1: Right. And I mean, at the same time, there are people who will give gifts and it'll be a substantial gift. And next thing you know, without them knowing about it, something is named after them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, it, and it wasn't it, their desire at all. Right. No. And that's what I'm saying is that there's no one right answer. And it's a matter of the heart, I think. You know, I mean we but we do it in big ways, we do it in little ways. Can I tell you one of the biggest ways that I think that that I have seen this done on election day, you come back with a sticker that says, I voted today. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like that makes me a better citizen than anybody else who didn't vote today. Yeah. Um, sure. You know, I don't know about you, but if I, if I didn't know anything about any of the candidates or any of the issues, I don't know that I'd want to vote because I think I'd rather not vote if I didn't have any knowledge of it. Now, I do try well, to keep knowledge of of candidates and issues, but and I do try to vote that way. But still, I don't. Um,
2: Pete, what about a profile picture that says I'm vaccinated?
1: Uh, that was my next one. That was going to be one of my next ones. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got my vaccination, you know, I, and I think I've seen others who say, I'm that's have natural immunity or something like that, you
0: know. <laughs> you know, I, I guess the phrase that's in my brain is you know, is it your goal to show that you're better than everyone else? Isn't that what the virtual singling's about too? And you know. To be. And 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 what's interesting is if we tie into we just finished a podcast on social platforms. The very essence of social platforms sometimes is to do one-upmanship you know Mm -hmm. i'm better than you because look at what i'm doing and and i guess it comes down to when you look at or or to feel good about yourself right yeah and i don't think that's all bad if it's done within the realm of because god calls us to do self-love god calls us to to acknowledge that we are loved and to value that um so I I I'm not against that, but if it is to say I'm so much better than, then, yeah. then I have issues with it.
2: Yeah. We were, we were, we've been thinking about in our church getting in on this virtue signal and thing with the, um some stickers next to the offering plate that says I tithe today. Yeah, that and, sounds uh, good. Yeah, you know, and and, and starting to uh, let people know as they leave church that they can feel better than the people around them by, <laughs> by showing off their uh, their their commitment. You know.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and Josh, one of the things you brought up, you brought up the I I I got my vaccination.
2: What wasn't you that know? just just real quick though? Wasn't that Jesus's point with the widow with the the la- the old lady with two mites? Right. Mm-hmm. The other people were giving so loudly so everybody would see what they were doing. But go go yeah. go back
1: to. No, that's right. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. And I mean, it can, it can cover so many different things. And, and I just want to pick up what you're talking about, the vaccination. I got my vaccination. You know, one of the things I see with virtue signaling a lot of times and don't get me started on masks, but I'm going to talk about masks um, because I'm not going to try to say you should, or you shouldn't wear them. I think that different people have different reasons for believing they work others that they don't. But what I really, really get angry and bothered about it is when somebody is wearing a mask, but doing it obviously improperly and ineffectively. Like, I remember watching a um, baseball game. I won't say when, but it was a fairly well nationally, maybe even internationally televised game. And they kept showing the manager in the dugout, the beginning of the game. And this is like more than one game. You would see this same manager. He'd have a mask on. Then later in the game, he'd be taking it down to to talk to somebody. By the end of the game, sitting in the same place, the mask is gone. Yeah. And the next day, it's back at the beginning of the game. You know, it's well, kind of like, so what's what's going on there? Why is it? there was a,
2: a ton of politicians who they they were exposed as a they they were talking to people without masks, and then all of a sudden, somebody came to take a group photo, and they would find you know and, and put a mask on real quick for the group photo. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all about appearances, all about earning support. It's all about, I don't know.
1: Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to say don't wear a mask. If you believe that yeah. that you're supposed to wear a mask, but that's fine. Do it right. I mean, I, I went to a restaurant. Uh, wear it alone weeks. in
2: your car if you want to.
1: Yeah. I went to a restaurant a few weeks, a few weeks, months ago, and my wife and I were, were sitting there and we were watching at this table as these two young ladies that were probably 20 somethings Both sat there and wore masks the entire time they were at their table, except when they were eating. And never, ever in the half hour did they have the masks over their noses. Uh, You know, uh, and it's just like, what's the point? You know, but that's, again, I don't want this to become a COVID thing. I'm saying this is just maybe one of the things of the day that's happening. If you're going to wear a mask and you think it should be done right, well, then do it right and I don't have a problem calling it uh, virtue signaling, but if you're gonna wear a mask and not wear it properly, I tend to think that you might be virtue signaling, like say, hey, see, I'm good, I'm wearing a mask.
0: But but I think, Pete, again, it's a matter of the heart. You know, what what are we showing? I mean, take a step back from the whole issue mm-hmm. of masks because I'm burned out on that debate. Yeah. I, I think it's, and, and as I've dealt with it in the life of the church, just the whole COVID process, let's just leave it like that. Um, I keep coming back to, it's a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the heart. You know, where are you with Jesus first? Let's talk about that first, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's the thing that really comes to my mind. You know, when when I think about leadership, it's never about, I, I, in the Dutch, they have what they call the dominee. And the Domini was the preacher and they called him Domini because he was next to the Lord. And you, you barely approached Domini. I mean, there was a sense of great removal, you know, they were wearing the right clothes. The Domini was, you know, mm-hmm. in Matthew 23. Um, and, and, and that has since disappeared to which I say, thank you, because it's more about how can I serve you to make you a better believer in Christ rather than look at me and how great I am. Yeah, are the heart,
1: right? And it is a hard issue. I'm, I'm not saying that everybody who wears a mask wrong, for instance, is is um, you know doing it for the wrong reasons. They might just not be thinking about it, and, and that's that's okay. I, I I'm not I don't want to make this a COVID thing. You know that's what I'm saying. I'm just using that because that's a current issue going on in our culture right now, and, and maybe in the whole world right now when you think about it. But um, you know, as I say. The, the other thing about it is then when when people who do one thing or do the other, and I, and I see it just as much, for instance, again, talking about the COVID, I see it just as much from the people who are what you might call anti-vaxxers from those who are vaccinated. You know, the anti-vaxxers think that they're better. The vaccinated think that they're better. And the question is, what is the Lord telling you to do? How are you, How are you following Jesus in all of this? And whether it's COVID or whether, you know, COVID uh, uh, ways of preventing it or whatever other things, the the idea is, are you doing this out of a right heart or are you doing it because you're wanting to show how spiritual you are? So um, Psalm uh, chapter
2: one and Psalm chapter 41, the beginning and end of the first book of Psalms or five books of Psalms Um They start out with, Psalm chapter 1 starts out with, blessed is a man who does not walk in the way of the wicked, but delights in the law of the Lord. Psalm chapter 41 starts out with something like, uh, blessed is a man who's compassionate towards the poor. So, So God is setting up through the first book of Psalms, beginning and the end, this understanding that God will bless people both now and forever as they follow his law and allow it to saturate their lives to where they take care of the people that God loves, the oppressed, the poor, that kind of thing. What virtue signaling does, I think, is it mixes up the priority of taking care of those who God loves, those who are oppressed, those who have lefts, and makes it more about the person in an attempt to get the blessing and not allow God to bless them. Um, if, if you would, as I'm, what Psalms is telling me, as your compassion towards the poor, God will bless you. What it's seeming to do instead is saying, I'm going to bless myself through, through using a method that God wants to bless me. Um, in, in, in other words, shortchanging or, or eliminating God from the equation by saying, I'm going to get blessed as I do something. So it, it's, it's warping the path God has for us. Hey, as you bless someone, God will bless you. Mm -hmm. Instead, I'm going to bless someone by blessing, or I'm going to bless myself by blessing some, using them as an avenue or as a a means to an end or something. I think that really is what it comes down to. It uses a poor person as a means to an end. And the means to an end is that I would feel better about myself or I would Mm -hmm. be popular or I would be raised up or something like that. Um, and so I I think in all this, and I think this is what Jesus gets into, I think it's the widow's might, everything else is that, uh, is that God wants to, wants his people to take care of his children. And as you live, according to that manner, God will see that your needs are taken care of. God will bless you. God will set you up for eternity. God will do all that stuff, but not for the sake of you attempting to be blessed. Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but go ahead.
1: Well, yeah, it has to do with the hard attitude. It has to do with what's your motivation. Um, you know, I think I, I had an interesting situation like that happen back when I was, I think, I, I think it was when I turned 21. And you have to understand, when I turned 21, I think I had given my entire life to the Lord less than two years before that. So I'm still learning at that time. I, I hope I'm still learning now, by the way. But, you know, I had a lot, a lot, lot, a lot, lot to learn back then. And my grandparents gave me a gift, a monetary gift. Well, I had never heard of tithing much before that. But I got this gift. I said, you know what? The Lord says I'm supposed to tithe. And so I'm going to give 10% of this to whatever organization. I didn't belong to a church back then. I was in college. Um, I hadn't joined a church yet because I gave my life to the Lord when I was in college. And there wasn't really a congregation there. But anyway, so I just knew that the Bible said that you're going to get blessed if you do this. So I sat around waiting for my blessing. And it didn't come. You know, why? Because I wasn't giving with the right attitude. You yeah. know, and that was that was that was a lesson that God taught me in my very early Christian days, and it you know Jesus said that He said that when you stand uh, out and you're and you're praying in front of public or in the public on the street corners, He says for everybody to see. Jesus says, well, that person has his reward. Yeah, and that's kind of I think what you are talking about too, Josh. I think it has to do with attitudes as much as anything, but. Yeah. The the thing that, as I say, what it bothers me is when people start acting as though they are superior when they do XYZ and the other person doesn't. Yeah. And in the church, I think it can happen too.
0: I, I think what I'm sensing in this podcast is we're looking at virtual signaling that talks about self. Versus being a blessing and letting God be the blesser through us. Sure, sure. That that that's really what yeah. I'm hearing, uh, at the. Heart. Who it,
2: is it? Is it about who we're giving credit to for what we're doing?
0: Of course, it is. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you know, it takes the old minister here to to come up <laughs> with a good synopsis. You know, <laughs> Pastor Max. Pastor Max been around ministry longer than the other the others of us here have. Josh, but yeah, but I think that's a good synopsis, Don. I really do.
0: So I guess we could wind it down, Pastor Vecchi. Yes,
1: I guess so. Um, Well, I hope that this has been edifying for people who have been listening. You know, the bottom line is...
2: Just so you guys know, I've been praying for both of you through this entire thing. Yeah, And I noticed that you probably weren't doing the same to me.
1: Well... We were, we were, you know, we were, as we're talking we were, about virtue signaling, yeah, so we I, I really feel good doing that to you. Because that
0: <laughs> praying. I feel that baptism. We were,
1: we were prayed up, Josh. You see, that's the thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, uh, it's always a joy for me to, to be here with you guys to, uh, to share these times together. And as I said to our listeners, I hope that it's been edifying for you. The bottom line is, you know, we want you to draw closer to Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ, we want you to know him. And when, when you do follow Jesus, we want you to follow him for the right reasons, because we want him to get the glory, not us, not, not you. Um, we want Jesus to get the glory. So at this time, I think I'm just going to go ahead and sign off. So for Pastor Mac, Don McDonald, for Pastor Josh, Josh Kugel, this is Pete Vecchi. And we thank you for joining us for another episode of Reconciling Grace and hope to see you again next time.